Hello everyone, you're listening to Welcome to the Bay podcast with none other than myself, your host, Lucas. So, hello again and welcome to the second episode of this brand new Home and Away podcast. We have lots of exciting stuff uh, happening in today's episode, but before we begin, I would just like to say a massive thank you to all the messages and support we received from our first podcast. It really means a lot and keeps us motivated to bring you all more amazing stuff. And speaking of amazing stuff, some of our upcoming content will be for our Patreon subscribers only. So if you want to get in on the action for all that, then I recommend subscribing so you don't miss out and help us fund for bigger and better things. And make sure you keep tuning into the episodes because we are very excited to announce that our very first podcast guest is coming up soon. So again, if you want to send us some questions and find out who it is, go join the Patreon. It would be very much appreciated. Now, some exciting stuff has been happening lately here at Welcome to the Bay. As some of you may know, our first ever newsletter has been released with a whole range of great articles about everything home and away from recent times for you all to have a look at. So make sure you check that out if you haven't already and let us know what you thought of it. They will be coming every couple of weeks or so, so uh, keep an eye out for them. And in more very exciting news, a few weeks ago, we announced and opened our first ever giveaway for the chance to win a personalised cameo video from Tim Franklin, who I'm sure you all know, played Colby Thorne. The giveaway is still active and open until the 25th of June, before the winner is drawn the following day on the 26th. So make sure you get in quick and follow the instructions on our Twitter, Instagram or Facebook posts. And for a bonus 10 entries and a very high chance to win, simply subscribe to any of the levels on our Patreon. Yes. 10 entries. So that's pretty much what's been going on lately here at Welcome to the Bay, and there is more exciting stuff coming. Alright, so as we know, Summer Bay has been home to many, many couples, some being more popular than others, of course. So I put a questions box on my Instagram story asking people to give me two couples to compare. Uh, this will be my opinion, and it could be totally different to yours, so please just keep that in mind. Um, there's, quite, there's quite a few of the same couples up against different ones, if you get what I'm going to say. You'll find out later on. But to start with, we've got Tane and Felicity um, versus Dean and Ziggy. Now, this, for me, is definitely Tane and Felicity. I just find Diggy, they're either always slobbering over each other or fighting. And I know I'm probably going to get attacked by the Diggy fans for saying that. But that is my honest opinion. It's literally... It, it's what they do. Um, and Tana and Felicity, uh, they, they have really... Because Jackie and Ethan have really good chemistry, I think. And so that brings it onto the screen, if you get what I'm saying. I didn't mind Dean and Ziggy the first time. They were okay the first time. But since they got back together, it wasn't really the vibes. Next up, we have Mac and Ari versus Mac and Logan. This one's an easy for me. Mac and Ari, obviously. I don't know, I really liked the pairing, and I, I think it actually worked. Um, Mac and Logan is, is, is full of complications. First, Logan cheated, technically, not really, but kind of. Logan kissed another woman, 
and then Mac kissed another man. So that's not really working, is it? And I did like Mac and Ari. I think they were well suited to each other, like I said just before. But Mac and Logan's just full of cheating. Chloe and Theo, or Cash and Jasmine. I'm going to go with Cash and Jasmine, uh, purely because we haven't seen much of Chloe and Theo. Um, so far, I don't mind them, um, but we've seen way more of Cash and Jazz. Now, keeping with the Jash theme, uh, we've got Jazz and Cash um, up against Tori and Christian. Um, I wasn't a... I'm not a massive fan of either... Um, I was a massive fan at the start of, uh, Jasmine and Cash. I really liked, uh, how he treated her, but I don't really like Cash anymore, to be honest with you. Um, and so I'm, mm, I'm gonna say Tori and Christian, uh, basically, purely because they got a happy ending, and it looks like Jazz and Cash are not going to. And Tori and Christian, re I really liked them at times, and then at other times I was just like, oh, they're there. But, uh, yeah. Now, up next, we've got two endgame couples in Willex, Willow, and Alex. Well, I say Willex's endgame because Willow went off to uh, see Alex and rekindle their relationship. Um, and Torian, again, Torian and Christian. Um, I'm going to say Willex. Um, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. The chemistry between Zoe and Sarah was really, really good. And it was a really good pairing for LGBTQ um, representation on the show. And I really, really enjoyed um, that couple. Now we've got Sally and Flynn versus Tori and Christian. Again, another more Torian. Um, I didn't really watch Sally and Flynn. I've only seen uh, little bits. Um, so I'm just going to say Torian for that one. Now we have Tane and Felicity versus Tane and Ziggy. Uh, definitely Tane and Felicity. Again, the chemistry between them is amazing. Uh, although I didn't mind, I honestly did not mind Tane and Ziggy up until she got reinvolved with Dean. And well, to be honest, the whole relationship, she still was secretly in love with him. So that probably brings it down. But if you took that factor away, I... I would have actually liked them. Next, we have Diggy or Tiggy. And when you say Tiggy, I assume you mean Tane and Ziggy. So I'm going to say Tane and Ziggy. Um, again, because I didn't actually mind watching them. I think they were good. Um, yeah, not much to say on that one. Diggy's just self-explanatory. I've already had my Diggy rant today. Not going to have another one. So Tane and Ziggy. Couple more, we've got Jazz and Robbo, or Jazz and Colby. Now, Robbo was constantly putting Jasmine in danger, so for that reason, I'm going to say Jazz and Colby, even though he too was a police officer, um, and he was kind of making her, I don't know, vulnerable, but Robbo definitely put her in more danger than Colby, and Jazz and Colby, the pairing, I didn't actually mind it, to be honest. Um, the couple pairing, and I did quite enjoy their friendship too, so definitely Jazz and Colby for that one. We've got Cat and Nate, or Cat and Ash. To be honest, I didn't like any of Cat's love interests, really, um, but I'll say Cat and Ash for that one. Nella or Rella, so that's Bella with Neek or Ryder, and I'm going to say Ryder, because who doesn't want Rella? Courtney and Lucas are absolute goals. And all I wanted was Rella Endgame, 
and we didn't get it, so I will never forgive Home and Away for that. Lastly, we've got Jazz and Cash or Tane and Felicity, and as you can probably guess, I'm going to say Tane and Felicity. And that rounds out our ship discussion. Ship P, P with a P. Also, Home and Away is headed to the TV Week Logies for 2022. The ceremony will be commencing on the 19th of June, so make sure, if you haven't already, vote for Home and Away and vote for some of its cast members like Ada Nikodemu, Sophie Dillman and Matt Evans under their respective categories. Our newsletter will cover the cast's amazing outfits, so make sure you also check that out. Let's have a little chat about what's been happening in the Bay lately. At the time of recording this, the Thursday Triple episode has not yet been aired, so just keep that in the back of your mind. Now, a big storyline that looks to be center stage in the Bay, really, is a love triangle between Jasmine and her current boyfriend Cash and her half-sister Rose, and basically, in short, I think that Cash will basically cheat on Jasmine, which, by the way, Home and Away should really stop ruining characters by things like this, because it really, really does my head in. And I was starting to come around to Rose, to be honest, but uh, this will probably just throw me right off her. And spoiler alert, as we do know Jazz leaves soon, um, I'm guessing this storyline will probably tie into that, and she'll go off in a huff or something, but who knows. And I think Cash should really try to stay away from the booze, because it clearly makes him a little bit deluded. But I do question why Rose ends up with him um, in the car. Like, clearly she knows that he's her sister's boyfriend. And I don't exactly think people love hooking up with their sister's boyfriends. So that's got me concerned. Or maybe they do. I don't know. But it's obvious that Rose has had a bit of a crush on him. And uh, he's had a bit of a crush on her, to be honest. So I'm really not surprised that we've ended up in this situation. And speaking of bad situations, Mackenzie. Oh, Mackenzie. The poker nights were never really going to end well, were they? One or two was maybe okay, but personally, after that, I thought it was definitely a bit much, and like most things in Summer Bay, it ended catastrophically. Mac is now facing potential jail time, and it looks like that's going to come to a head next week, um, judging by the spoilers. And I suppose Felicity maybe should have got like a lousy fine or something like that, but I'm really glad that Mac owned up and admitted to what she did. And it's not often you see that in Summer Bay, so I say definitely good on Mac. So Theo and Chloe have recently got together, and in their short time, they have really caused quite a bit of drama, like Luston's big, but to be honest, stupid fight. I mean, come on, Leah and Justin, you're better than that. Um, I do kind of find them cute, but the fact that Chloe kind of manipulated him is still sitting in the back of my mind, and I don't know if it sits right. However, I did really love the scenes in the Parada house and the family barbecue because it was great to have some more kind of happier and light scenes compared to the normally drama-filled and dark scenes that we see in the Bay. And I did find it hilarious when Theo got pushed into the pool. And there's not much comedy in the Bay now with, uh, with Ryder gone. So it was great to see that comedic, light, fun, bubbly kind of scenes. So as we know, we have lost quite a few Summer Bay favourites this year. Five, in fact, and soon to be six. We've seen the heartbreaking death of Ari Parada, the bittersweet exit of Mia Anderson, Ryder Jackson's happy ending, Bella Nixon chasing her dreams in New York, and the sudden exit of Logan Bennett. And again, soon the exit of Jazzy. These characters, particularly the long-serving ones in Jazz and Ryder and Bella, 
have really connected with us and it was definitely bittersweet to see them part ways. But as they do say, all good things must come to an end. Ari's death was probably the saddest of the lot for most people, but as you all know, or as you now know, my favourite all-time character is Ryder, and so as you can probably guess, I may have shed a tear or two watching his goodbye, particularly with him and Alf. I just really felt their connection was so pure, and it was honestly just heartwarming to watch. But back on topic, Logan's exit was uh, very swift, and so I'm guessing for most viewers, it probably didn't draw much emotion, and to be brutally honest, I don't think it was very easily to emotionally connect with him, just because the fact that I don't think he was really in the show long enough, and I feel like he was just there as a character. But, nonetheless, a character is a character, and Logan was the local doctor, so he was a handy ally. I didn't mind Mia's exit, actually. It was, uh, it was a quite good of an idea for her to finally put all of the Ari stuff to rest by going back to New Zealand, so I do think it was a nice gesture from her family to, uh, to get the plane tickets for her. And so, while we've said goodbye to many of our Summer Bay favourites, I have heard somewhere that there are more new characters on the way, so keep a lookout for them as they will start appearing in the next month or so. And make sure you keep tuning into the episodes because we are very excited to announce that our very first podcast guest is coming up soon. So again, if you want to send us some questions and find out who it is, go join the Patreon. It would be very much appreciated. And that pretty much rounds up today's episode. Make sure you stick around because our next few episodes, well, you don't want to miss them. And for exclusive Welcome to the Bay benefits, be sure to check out our Patreon. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'm your host, Lucas, and until next time, it's goodbye. Hey girl, it was only one.